What's going on guys welcome to inside the dome uh we got another week of football tomorrow last week of preseason thank goodness i'm carlin jacob i'm joined here today with john dadaro thank you to aiden as always for the intro but john we got the final week of preseason tomorrow it's been a long time coming um and we're really not missing a week of football because the following week we get college football which will fill the void until we get football for like the 70, 70, not 72 hours, Thursday through Friday, whatever it would be on uh, Monday. But anyways, it's it's going to be a good, good game against the Falcons and the Steelers. It's not going to really, really mean much. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about the Steelers bills. And I think I have a little rant to go on about this team. But nope. we're not gonna we're not gonna do a huge rant, but we'll save it for a, couple, a later episode down the road. But anyways, Steelers, Raven, uh, Steelers and Falcons play today when you're listening to this uh, at seven thirty down in Atlanta. Um, Steelers are confirmed to start our starters, and I don't know about our defense. I know for offense they're starting. I don't know about defense. Have you heard anything about our defense? So. Offense is confirmed. Defense, it hasn't, on the day we're recording this, we're recording this Wednesday night, defense hasn't fully been confirmed, I don't think, but I would imply that some of the starters will start, at least for a series, just because, I mean, how much more do you have to prove after that Buffalo week, which we'll get into, but yeah, if Tomlin was smart, I would be benching Watt, benching Minka, benching Cam Hayward. Yeah. And all of them, and just letting some of the rookies get Go more ahead. playing time here, because that's exactly. one. That's one thing that Tomlin's been saying. I listened to his post game talks, and he really wants to see the rookies get playing time. Like he was talking a lot about Joey Porter and how he needs reps, like constant reps. So I would say Joey Porter is going to play a lot for this Falcons game you could see guys like Herbig and uh Keanu Benton as well I think Benton's healthy now at this point but just seeing more rookies play so definitely on yeah. the defensive side yeah so we'll, we'll definitely talk more into this but before we do that let's talk about last week's preseason game against the Bills Steelers won 27 to 15 I think the under no i think the over hit and i think i called the under no i think i called the over i'm pretty sure i called the over um yeah steelers won 27 to 15 and it's very interesting this game uh i was at the game i had a great time it was a great atmosphere for a preseason game there was like sixty thousand people there there was a lot of people there there was a lot of people you could still look around and see like the empty seats and stuff but yeah, they were electric. They played Renegade in the third quarter, which like never happens. If you're a Steelers fan, you should definitely know about Renegade. Yeah, but they played in the third quarter. They never do that. Um, but yeah, it 
it was a really, really good game. I'm curious to hear your thoughts about things, um, especially how our offense and our defense did, uh, because, yeah, everyone's saying that this team might not be as good as we think it is, and I think they're wrong, but we'll get into that. But I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, so I feel great after this game that happened because you got to think about this too. The Bills started their offensive starters and their defensive starters. So it's not like the Tampa Bay week where the Steelers offense was going against their backup defense. We legitimately went after their start, the Bills starting defense and Kenny Pickett was great. He was three for four, 43 passing yards and a passing touchdown, which that passing touchdown was to Pat Fryermuth. So he was great. Yeah, there was one play in the drive. One play just threw an absolute dart to Pat Fryermuth. And that's one thing I've been seeing from Pickett is his accuracy has been great this camp. He's just been so consistent. You saw it in the Bucks game. You saw it here again in the Bills game. He's just looked great passing the ball. And one thing I've noticed, too, is I don't want to give Matt Canada that much praise. I don't really like him. But the offense looks better. It looks more aggressive. I would say, in terms of throwing the ball, the offense has looked more aggressive. Like, barely I would see Pickett throw straight in the middle of the field last season. But this season, you saw him throw a dart in the middle of the field to Fryermuth. You saw one go to George Pickens last game. The offense just looks better. And I know a lot of people are saying, oh, the Steelers are going to suck because of their offense. But I think a lot of people are going to be surprised by the Steelers' offense because Pickett looked great. Najee didn't do anything too impressive, but Jalen Warren just... The offensive line gave Jalen Warren a hole, and he took off completely. Great run. It was like a 60-yard run, I believe. Yeah, one one carry for 62 yards and a touchdown Jalen Warren had. So he was great. I love our running back duo. Our receivers... Our starting receivers, George Pickens, I think he only had one catch. Deontay didn't get involved. Allen Robinson had a 10-yard grab, which I think was a clutch one at the time. And then Pat Fryermuth, you mentioned him. He, first play of the second drive the Steelers had, he caught a beauty from Kenny Pickett. It was a perfect pass. So, overall, in terms of just talking about the starting offense, I love them. You got your thoughts on the starting offense? Yeah, um, so being at that game, it's obviously harder to tell sometimes in person how they looked. And uh, you talked about Muth's catch with Pickett's dot to him. In person, it just looked like a throw. But if you watch on TV, like he threaded the needle with that pass. The, both defenders were turned around, um, not paying attention, which granted it's preseason, but it was the Bills starters. Keep that in mind. And yeah, Pickett threw it right between them and Muth caught it and it was really, really good. Warren looked great. Um, and even for the couple of plays that the offense, um, what's it called? Started and before Warren and Moose touchdown, they looked fantastic, honestly. If Canada does okay play calling, I think they're fine. Truthfully. It's gonna be more of like these games are gonna be more of a dog fight, honestly, than what people think. And Honestly, we'll get more into it uh, when my mini-series gets released uh, next week. Yes, next Sunday it will come out. But 
we're going to break down the schedules and stuff. And I honestly think it's going to show that the Steelers might actually have a chance. And it's going to really be shown with that 49ers game. It really, really is that they can keep up with the 49ers defense. But for them playing against the Bills starters, it looked great. It really, really did. Especially on the defense side of things. Uh, yeah, defense, it was it was locked down. I think that's the best way I could put it. I mean, Josh Allen didn't score any points. Which, if you remember last year where we played the Bills, that was the complete opposite. Josh Allen was scoring plenty on us. But Josh Allen was shut out for what it's worth. Um, Nick Herbig, is it Nick? The rush, yeah, Nick Herbig. Um, I didn't want to get him and Nate Herbig mixed up, but Nick Herbig. One of the plays I recognized was him absolutely beating their starting left tackle. Their starting left tackle, too, not a backup. They're starting. He absolutely torched him. I mean, our Watt was good. Highsmith had a sack. Josh Allen was, Josh Allen was scrambling for his life, and then Highsmith got the sack. He's great. Um, Joey Porter had a pick. I know that's later in the game, but Joey Porter played. He got a pick, too. Nothing too much stood out for the starting defense. I know that's what we're talking about right now. But we have great pressure. Our D-line pressure was great. And I think that's going to be what carries the Steelers' defense this season. We mentioned Watt. We mentioned Highsmith. We got Cam Hayward. And then the backup edge rushers, where, where last year... That was a problem because when Watt went down, there really wasn't anybody to replace Watt. But this year, you got guys like Nick Herbig and Marcus Golden as well. And I think we have great depth at edge rusher and on the D-line. So it's not too much I can complain about in terms of linebackers. Some of our linebackers play. Not too much stood out. Cole Holcomb is out there. I know they're rookie tight end for the Bills. Dalton Kincaid kind of smoked him on one play. But, oh well, he's a great tight end and he'll be good. But, overall, in terms of our starting defense, there's not much more I have to say. So, Yeah, our starting, our starting defense looked really good. Um, it's, it's nice to know that Watt's out on the field, but it didn't seem like it was like a game changer. Granted, I don't know how Allen was feeling standing there with Watt like lurking you know like trying to get over to him um but nick right nick yeah nick sacked allen once i believe i don't remember that but he did sack him i'm pretty sure not sure if it was allen but i think he did have a sack he had a sack but what's more interesting to me is that defense the second string defense because they took the first string defense out Put the second string defense in, and they still held Joe, uh, not Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. But <laughs> we have to keep in mind two things. Number one, it's preseason. And number two, the Bills had like four penalties back to back to back, and it made it like oh third and 30 at one point. Yeah, real so, quick. We have to keep that some, in mind. Yeah, real quick, just for some context of this game. The Bills had like 11 penalties or something in the first half. Like, it was insane. Like, all valid penalties, too. So, yeah, for sure. But we have to keep that in mind. But to put our second string defense out there, slow them down at least, it gives me a little bit more confidence. And it's going to 
the defense is going to have to prove themselves that they can keep up because yeah, the offense can score touchdowns and stuff, but if obviously going up Joe Burrow and Lamar and um, whoever high teams, I think we play. Uh, we got many, many we, top quarterbacks. What what division do we play in AFC this year? Uh South. Yeah, we, we, we play. played the AFC South and the NFC West. So against, I mean, against uh, San Fran will be a test. Against Seattle will be a test. That's really it. So we'll see. But the other thing I want to quickly, quickly talk about is a video I just sent you. Can you see what video I just saw you on Instagram? I am looking right now. I completely forgot about this play. Oh, uh, yeah. Calvin Austin's punt return. <laughs> it's It was a great punt return. Very, very good punt return. And we haven't had someone like that since AB, I believe. I'd say so. I agree yeah. with you. The only uh, well, he'll probably be in the backfield during like kickoffs and stuff. But I got Madden twenty four just because cross platform and John and I have two different consoles. So when we want to play each other, we can't. Now we can. But I the ball literally goes on the one yard line almost like every kickoff, and I just fair catch it because automatically it's to the twenty five this year. It's the new rule. I hate that. It's going to be so overused, and it stinks because, like, if you're a kicker, your goal is to pin someone deep, especially on the kickoffs. Like, get it right and short so your team can get down there, and you can, you know, obviously throw it out. And having Calvin Austin back there would be great on kickoffs because he could get us, you know, maybe to the 30 or beyond the 30. But the safest thing to do is just fair catch it, which stinks. But him as a punt returner looked really, really good. Yeah, I think he he probably just won the job right there in terms of starting punt returner and kickoff returner. Mm. I don't think Gunnar Olszewski even comes close to him at this point. So I really liked him. Some other defensive standouts, there were three interceptions from this past game. One of them was Elijah Riley, who I believe it was Cole Holcomb who tipped it. And then Elijah Riley picked it. So that was one standout play. I mentioned earlier, Joey Porter Jr. had a pick. It was a bad throw by the quarterback, in my opinion, but it was still an interception. It's his first one, so hopefully he can build on it. And then Chandon Sullivan had a pick as well. I believe that's who it was. Yeah, Chandon Sullivan, who is currently in contention to be our starting nickelback. So I think that's the one thing that's still a question mark for the Steelers' starting defense is how are the cornerbacks going to be? Because, I mean, Patrick Peterson didn't do anything crazy this week. You got Levi Wallace there too, Joey Porter. And then the battle at Nickelback. I mean, Shannon Sullivan's there. Elijah Riley's there. So it's going to be interesting to see who wins that battle. But Shannon Sullivan had a good impression. And the last question I want to ask you before we maybe pivot to unless we can talk about some other depth players but the one question i want to talk to you about starters is on the offensive line dan moore started this week he also started last week so do you think he is going to be the starting left tackle week one and do you think he should be yeah he probably will be and he probably should be just because broderick doesn't have much experience 
He should have been starting more in the preseason, to be honest. He hasn't, but he should. Just to make sure, like, you know, obviously he's got to learn. Um, But I think what's going to happen is uh, he's going to stink, and then they're going to bring a project, and it's going to go from there. But if Dan Moore does good, Broderick will get put somewhere else. It just all depends, you know, because obviously we want him to learn as much as possible, just not to go out there and Kenny run around and save his life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree with you. Um, My thoughts on it. You and I both hated Dan Moore last season. I think the majority of the Steelers community hated Dan Moore last season, but I think we said, I know I said last week in our Steelers preseason preview that Broderick Jones should have started this week just to go against the Bills' starting defense. But then again, Von Miller did not play too. That was somebody else that did not play. But they decided not to do that. They put Dan Moore in with the starters, and Broderick Jones played the rest of the game. So he did get some reps, but... I think Dan Moore will be the starter, and if Dan Moore does struggle, then Broderick Jones will probably plop right in. So it is nice to have depth, though. That's one thing I can't really say our line has had. It has had depth. So I got two more things to say, and one of them is a question for you. Um, Any thoughts on the Bills? Bills, (laughs) yeah. um, Not too much. You can't really... I'll pull them up real quick. You can't really assess Josh Allen too much. It's preseason. He was 7 for 10, 64 passing yards. Matt Barkley, their main backup, threw three picks. Uh, The guy after that's Kyle Allen, their third stringer. So there might be a little backup competition for the Bills. So if you're into that. Other people, if we want to talk some fantasy real quick, James Cook started... I believe all the starting snaps for Buffalo's starting offense. So if we're going to talk a little bit of fantasy, James Cook might be intriguing. There's also been some Stefan Diggs news lately. Stephen A. reported that Stefan Diggs wants out, but Diggs on Twitter said he doesn't and that it's not true. Did but, you hear, uh, this isn't football, but did you hear what also Smith, uh, Stephen A. Smith said about uh, Lonzo Ball? I did not. What he say? said that Lonzo can't sit down or something because it hurts. Or he can't stand up from a chair. And Lonzo did the same that, thing that Diggs did. <laughs> Went on Twitter and said, Smith, come talk to me next time you want to report some bull crap." And it was a picture of him sitting up and standing down. Well, lesson learned right there. Don't trust Stephen A. Smith when it comes to He literally to said the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl this year. Doesn't he trash the Cowboys all the time? Yeah. I don't know. I was watching first take today. I don't know why, but yeah, the only another standout on offense, uh, Justin Shorter, receiver for the Bills. I think he's a rookie, but he had five catches, forty-seven yards, and a passing and a receiving touchdown. And then Don Kincaid, that's another guy for you fantasy people. He's a rookie tight end. He looked very good, so he might be a steal in general, but. I didn't pay too much attention to the rest of the Bills team. I can't really comment too much on their defense. So, yeah, you got I, anything else? I didn't really see week? anything about the Bills. Um, I didn't really pay attention to be honest to them after the stars went out. I was with my cousin. We were watching the game, having a good time. Um, and yeah, once the backups went in, I was like, eh, I'll watch it. <laughs> but like, you know, 
Uh, the only other thing I want to mention about last week's game, uh, DeMar Hamlin made his return to Pittsburgh. And the only thing that stinks about this whole thing is that they have their hype videos and stuff. It was great. And then they're like, uh, introducing, uh, Sean, Mc- no, is it Sean McDermott? Is the yeah. Sean McDermott and the Buffalo Bills. Yada, yada, yada. And then he goes, and DeMar Hamlin. And I, and like you're doing this in the middle of the thing, they should have waited and said, "Demar, like stay here for a minute," because like obviously it's Demar's return to pit his hometown. I would have gave Demar a standing ovation, but like it was all in the mix of everything. He still deserves it. But so they announced all of the bills, and then they did Demar Hamlin separate. No, they literally go and in introducing Sean McDermott, the Buffalo Bills, and Demar Hamlin. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, they should have waited to do it, honestly. But I'm glad to see him back. He actually played a lot of snaps. He played a lot, a lot of snaps, it seems like. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens with him. And it was nice. He went on Instagram and they like the Bills and the Steelers posted because obviously Kenny and him are both pit guys and stuff. And it was, it was nice to see him play football again after the whole incident in Cincinnati. Good to see him play. So. Yeah, definitely. So it's time for today's game and that will be against the atlanta falcons and this is definitely in terms of competition this is a step down i can't really confirm who's starting for the falcons or not but it's if it were the falcons starters they're not on the same level as the bills starters Uh, i mean they got desmond ritter as their starting quarterback they're rolling with him they got taylor heineke as their main backup so he might play Actually, he probably will play against the Steelers. So that'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see if Fijon Robinson plays against the Steelers, too. That'll be interesting. If That'll be a good test for the Steelers' defense if they can stop Bijan Robinson. But even then, they still have great running back depth. But, I mean, they do have a good team overall. And they have some decent players on defense. But I'm not going to talk too much about the Falcons. It's more about the Steelers. And what we expect from them, like we said earlier in the episode, the Steelers starters should be playing definitely on offense, not confirmed on defense. So it will be a good test still to see if Kenny Pickett can continue his momentum. But players to look for, are there any certain players that you are looking for in this final preseason game? Roger Jones. And that's really it. I mean... Joey Porter played. Uh, he didn't seem to do too bad. Like I said, it's very hard to tell in person how, like, it's very hard to tell if someone gets torched or not because looking at the field, you're, like, focused mainly on the quarterback when the camera's, like, focused on the quarterback and then they, like, zoom to the next player. Um, But, yeah, uh, Joey Porter, hopefully he plays good. But, yeah, mainly just Project Jones. Hopefully he can, you know, win the starting job over – uh. Dan Moore. I don't think he will, but to get him a couple good snaps and get him practice just in case something happens or someone goes out, he can fill the void. And I'll be Agreed. like, cool. I'll be like, chill with it. He's our first overall pick. So, what he about is, you? Yeah, He's a guy I'll definitely be watching just to see if he can look like he can be a starter over Dan Moore, but this week, I'm not really looking as much at the starters. In general, I'm really just going to be looking at the guys who are on the edge. Because this is the week where 
people are fighting for roster spots at this point. So in terms of, I'll just go through position a little bit, just of guys on the edge. So quarterback, it's determined. Tanner Morgan, you will probably not be on this team. So sorry, buddy. Maybe on the practice squad. Running back, Najee Warren are confirmed one and two. Anthony McFarlane, I think at this point, has the number three spot marked up. So the fourth guy on the depth chart on the depth chart is Darius Hagens. So he'll have to make an impression impression. And there's also somebody else. I'm gonna go back to last week. I was reading about him, another running back. His name is Xavier Valade. We just picked him up recently, undrafted, and I was reading about him. He seems impressive from what he did in college, so he's another guy. If they give him some playing time, I'll be looking at him, but chances are that either of those, neither of those two guys will make the team. Wide receiver, the first four positions are locked with Johnson, Pickens, Robinson, and Calvin Austin. Miles Boykin should make the team off of special teams, and it I really do think Gunnar Olszewski will make the team. And just recently, Cody White and Hakeem Butler were both waived. So for either injury reasons or I'm not fully sure, but the two of them are out of the equation. So I think at this point, our starting six wide receivers are determined at this point. Tight end, we've said this in previous episodes, the four of them. Pat Fryermuth, Zach Gentry, Connor Hayward, and Darnell Washington. They're all going to make the team. But I will be looking at Darnell Washington more. See how he does. O-line, nothing special. Carlin mentioned Broderick Jones. That's who we'll all be looking at. As well as if Kendrick Green can look decent. I think that's the other guy. But defensive side of the ball... Guys, I'm looking at, obviously, the rookies, Nick Herbig and Keanu Benin. Hopefully, they can impress still. Um, I like them. Linebacking core, I think they'll get some more playing time. Besides, I think the we'll keep the four linebackers inside, guys. Cole Holcomb, Alandon Roberts, Quan Alexander, and Mark Robinson. They'll be the main four. Other guys that could compete are Tanner Moose and Nick. Kwiatkowski, I believe that's how you say his name. I can't confirm that, but I'm not sure how many inside linebackers we'll keep, so those will be the four. I think our starting four outside linebackers, Watt, Highsmith, Herbig, and Marcus Golden will be the starters. And then the last thing I can think about of what to look at, corner, Wallace, Peterson, Joey Porter are confirmed, I believe, at this point. And like I said in the Bills part of this episode, Chandon Sullivan competing to be the starting nickelback. So maybe he'll win the job. Elijah Riley's there as well. James Pierre, we trashed him against the Buccaneers, I believe. We did not like him. So he'll have to have a big game this today. And then safety position, Casey, Minka, Keanu Neal are confirmed, so Trey Norwood is going to have to compete a little bit. Elijah Riley will have to compete, and Kenny Robinson too, because Miles Killebrew, I think, has a job locked on special teams. So some of these other guys that I've mentioned will have to make an impact on special teams if they want to have a, a spot on the 53-man roster. 
And then kickers determine it's Chris Boswell and the punter will probably be Presley Harvin. So those are my thoughts. I did a nice little run through there. So any final thoughts from you for this upcoming game? Uh, not really. Uh, the odds for this game, uh, since we always talk about the odds, um, Odds Steelers are favored uh, minus four and a half over unders 38 and a half. Honestly, I'm taking the under. I really don't think there's going to be much. I think the Steelers are going to do a one drive with the starters and then yank them. And then it's going to be a shot. And the only other reason I say that is because 33 minutes ago, it was said Falcons are uncertain if they will play stars against Steelers, which honestly this late, you would know if you're really trying to start them, you know. So I doubt they will start their starters because it's not like the Falcons are like trying to do much this season. They have a chance to be number one in the division. Any team in the NFC South has a chance to be the leader of the division. So why risk it? Um, especially with all these players. And the only one that everyone wants to see is be John Robinson. So agreed. I might take the over. I I might differ from you on this one. I think just because I don't think the Falcons defense is that good. I feel like our the Steelers backups are going to go off a bit. That's my guess. Good. Um, maybe even the Falcons too. I like their running game. Yeah, no. Um, and hey, best part is tomorrow's the last Steeler game for preseason, baby. We got a week off and then coming September 10th. The first game against the Niners, and it's been a long time, baby, since we've got proper NFL football. And a little Man. less, September 7th, we got the first game of the season. So we got a lot of interesting stuff coming up on this podcast. And the 53-man roster will be released Tuesday, August 29th. So we will know who is going to make the team and who's not going to make the team. And as well as next week, uh, John and I have yet decided had to decide it on a date but we will be recapping all of preseason preseason going through our thoughts and who made the rosters and stuff just a quick episode to push us into the following week where the mini series will start and go from there so we're almost there we're almost Indeed. there we are close we are very close and those my final thoughts on the Steelers. You mentioned we play the 49ers week one. I can't wait to destroy them. I actually, we're going to talk about it in the preseason episode that we do, recapping all of preseason for all the teams. I hate what they've done with Trey Lance and the news just that just came out about him being the third-string quarterback now. So I really hope the Steelers destroy them week one. So. It's- the wake stuff a pick, so we'll see, it, it and we'll is. talk. We'll talk a lot more about it because you and I could probably talk about how the 49ers game is going to be a huge upset. Because right now, if well, for the game, I think yeah, the Niners are favored by negative two and a half. So prepare to be disappointed, Niners yeah. fans. Yeah, we're going prepare to Super Bowl to this year. Hey, maybe you could call up the Cowboy fans and ask them how it feels. <laughs> Sorry, Cowboys fans. But no, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's gonna do it for us for the final Steelers preseason preview episode. So thank you all for listening to this. Thank you if you listen to the other two Steelers episodes. We'll have more Steelers content on the way. 
like Carlin said, we'll have a preseason episode next week as well. Remaining episodes this week, we will be dropping... Having a brain fart right now. What's the one we're dropping Friday? Uh, we are dropping Fantasy Football Week 2. Yes. Oh my goodness. Episode 2. Yeah, we're going to be finishing the Fantasy Football series on Friday, and then I believe on Sunday as well, there'll be another episode for that. So stay tuned for those episodes and the preseason episode after that. Well, so stay no, no, tuned. No. Well, Fantasy Football 2, then Fantasy Football 3, and then preseason yeah, recap. Pre- because yeah. everyone will be drafting after this third preseason game. So True. we'll give yeah, you the we best get advice. Those episodes out quickly. And so I'll be drafting Sunday. And college football starts next week. It's a big, big week. But lastly, yes. before John wraps it up, shout out to John. Happy 21st birthday, brother. Indeed. It's crazy. Dude, it doesn't feel like we're this old. And now we are. Oh, I won't be till, I won't be 21 next year. But happy birthday. I hope you have a fun time tomorrow. I hope you have a safe time tomorrow down in West Virginia. Go and watch Thank the Steelers you. game down there. Yes. Thank Good you. Good on. Everyone uh, wish John a happy birthday. But Yeah. Big 21. It's kind of like the last big birthday, really. Where you get a lot out of it, I would say. But yeah, and unless you're 25, then you can rent a car. Wow, <laughs> wow, yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, but thank you, Carlin. Thank you all very much. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or X, our TikTok. We've been talking internally. We will be getting TikToks out. We will be getting reels out on our Instagram very shortly. Very shortly, we will have content out. But by this week, I would say, throughout the next seven days, we should have content out on those two social medias. So make sure you follow all of them. You can find all of the links to these social medias and all of our podcast platforms in the link in bio. If you can't click the link in bio, if you're on Apple Podcasts, go to the podcast website and click the link in bio there. You can see everything. But other than that, with Carlin Jacob, I'm John Dadera. Have a great day, everyone, and see you next time on Inside the Dome.